0: Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorinda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorinda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart a devotional written specifically for homeschool moms. If you've read The Unhurried Homeschooler and enjoyed it, I really want to encourage you to check out The 4-Hour School Day because it's like an expanded version of The Unhurried Homeschooler. You can find all three of those books at Amazon. You can find them at my website, DorendaWilson.com, and you can find The 4-Hour School Day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the two places that I mentioned I also want to let you know that I have an online mentoring course. And in this budget-friendly mentoring course, I encourage moms to simplify, slow down, and enjoy their homeschool days with confidence and courage. This online mentoring course will include workshops that help moms grasp what unhurried homeschooling looks like during each of their children's developmental stages along with lists of resources that I've found helpful over the years. The videos can be watched whenever it works for you. The course also includes extra workshops on mom self-care and nurturing your marriage throughout the homeschool years. I really encourage you to check that out. I'll leave a link in the show notes or you can just go to the theunhurriedhomeschooler.thinkific.com. You know, it can be so easy to let Christmas overshadow Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is rich with history and it lends itself to a wonderful opportunity to engage our kids in a simple, meaningful, and unhurried way. Today, Amy Pitts Fox is here to encourage us in ways to do that. And what I love about her books um, is that they're, they're just old-fashioned. I just love old-fashioned books, traditional, historically rich, kind of have that little house on the prairie feeling. And so I wanted to invite Amy on today because she has some really great ideas um, for ways to engage our kids when it comes to Thanksgiving. And so we titled this Countdown to Thanksgiving because that is actually the title of her book. But Amy, welcome. I'm so thankful that you're here today.
1: I'm so excited to talk to you, and we get to talk about my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, so that makes it even better.
0: Oh, that's funny. I love, I love Thanksgiving as well. I always get a little defensive of don't start Christmas yet because we have not hit Thanksgiving yet. I used to make all the kids wait until after Thanksgiving to listen to Christmas music and, you know, so, yeah. So, okay. So we know you love Thanksgiving, but could you tell us a little more about yourself?
1: Yeah. So I'm a homeschool graduate and, um, I'm married and have two little boys that are super, super busy and always keep me on my toes. And my oldest is starting kindergarten this year, so I'm starting the journey of being a homeschool mom too, Mm -hmm. so that's an exciting chapter. And I live on the golden prairies of Wyoming and um, just, I love history and it's always exciting to learn new things and um, yeah.
0: So how did you end up starting to uh, write books?
1: So that's kind of a long story. When I was in high school, I had some mysterious health problems, and we just couldn't really figure out what was wrong with me. And so I kind of knew I was never going to be able to you know, go out there and get a full-time, strenuous type of job. Sure. And so God kind of um, led me down the direction of writing, which is actually kind of hilarious because I have dyslexia. And so I can't really spell words the right way and stuff, and so he's taken that weakness and... Um, has turned it into something beautiful, so.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that's really an encouragement to homeschooling moms. You just never know. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like, you know, God is, I know that he's sovereign over our lives and he weaves these things together and um, for our good. And sometimes it's hard to, It's hard to connect the dots on the one end, but then as he unfolds his plan, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this makes sense. And so, um, and there are, you know, there are a lot of families out there who are homeschooling uh, partly because their kids are struggling learners or have health problems or things like that. So I feel like that's an inspiration. Uh, Your story is an inspiration for them as well. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But I wanted you, um, I kind of want to dive into to Thanksgiving, and let's sort of start with the sort of primary question, why is Thanksgiving such an important and yet overlooked holiday?
1: I think that in our world today, we try so much, the world tries so much to take God out of the holidays. Right. And... You can kind of do that. They do that really well with Christmas. You know, they overshadow Christ with Santa Claus Mm -hmm. and they do that Mm -hmm. with the Easter bunny instead of Christ's resurrection. And you get to Thanksgiving and it's like, you know, all they have is a turkey. And it's like, how do you make that glamorous? (laughs) And so there's no way to really take away from the fact that it's a holiday dedicated to just being thankful. And just, you know, when you're thankful, there's usually somebody you need to be thankful to. And so it gives us an opportunity to be thankful to God and just realize how many blessings he has given us. And you know, it's not about the gifts like so many holidays are, and it's not about what we get. It's all about what God has given us and how we can share that, you know, because we invite people into our homes on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and we share a meal and it's not always necessarily how much food you have. Just the fact that you get to be thankful to God for His many blessings.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that pausing and taking the time to to remember the things that we're thankful for um, yeah. it's just such an important thing, and obviously it's it's important more than one day a, a year. But it's it's fun to have a right. holiday where it's that particular practice is centered around a, a typically a, a, just a, a meal we wouldn't normally eat and. Um, just some special foods that are maybe traditional uh, for uh, us. And our family has, you know, they typically have the Thanksgiving uh, turkey. I think that's pretty common, but the side dishes can really vary. And we've noticed that just moving from the Pacific Northwest to the South, you know, sweet potatoes are a really big thing down here and they weren't such a big thing in Washington. And so, you know, it's kind of fun to to see the different, uh, different ways that different families celebrate around food. But, you know, I think about how... Um, I feel like the Sabbath is, you know, Sunday is just a really good day to practice kind of the same thing on a smaller scale, you know, Um, but having that one holiday every year. And I love that nobody has like nixed the holiday. Nobody has said, well, you know, we're just not going to have this holiday anymore because clearly it doesn't make money for anybody except the people who grow turkeys and... (laughs) (laughs) maybe some of the grocery, maybe the sweet potato farmers. I don't know. Um, But, you know, it's just one of those things where you're right. There is nothing monetary to be gained from Thanksgiving. And so it's like this just skip. They just sort of like skip right over top of it. And I think as moms, we just really have an opportunity to not do that, to just hold our kids and say, look, we're going to stop and we're going to pause and we're going to just... Um, focus on what we're what we're thankful for, which is a really great way to go into the <laughs> the Christmas season because that can get a little crazy. And we'll be talking about that later, but um, so, so what do we actually celebrate on Thanksgiving? Like, you know, if you were to kind of put it in a nutshell, is it, is it is it really about stuffing ourselves and getting ready for Black Friday, or you know, like you said, was it, it's more about the Thanksgiving?
1: Absolutely. I think it's a great opportunity to just, like you kind of said, set aside a day mm -hmm. and just really contemplate the many ways that God has blessed us and the things that we can be thankful for, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's so many things that, especially here in America where we're kind of spoiled, it's like. You know, do you realize that there are other people in the world who didn't eat today? And we eat, you know, three times a day, sometimes more than that. Yeah. And so we just, we have so many things to be thankful for. And it is a daily thing that we do need to practice gratitude Mm -hmm. because, you know, all of our problems really kind of seems small when we practice gratitude. It's like, okay, That's we right. can be thankful for the fact that this didn't go the way we wanted it to because, you know, maybe God had a different plan. Maybe he was trying to teach us something. This is my opportunity to work on patience. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. And Thanksgiving is just a time to really get together with other people, families, and just celebrate the fact that we have Thanksgiving, that we are a country that notices God has made a difference in our lives. And we mm-hmm. want to, as a country, set aside a day and just say, thank you, God, for your many blessings.
0: Yes, exactly. And so as we're counting down to Thanksgiving as as moms, um, we often do take that opportunity to talk about pilgrims. So could, tell us a, a little bit of your perspective on who were the pilgrims and were they— really the goofy characters that we often see portrayed in movies and books and, you know, cartoons too, you know. Right.
1: (laughs) Yes. So the pilgrims are one of my all-time favorite historical groups to study because they were so amazing. They were like probably the best example I have ever studied in history of true Christians living out true faith Mm -hmm. they, they came from a place in England where they were being persecuted for their faith because they didn't want to follow the established religion. They wanted to worship God in the way that they thought God wanted them to. And so they were willing to leave their country for a time. They spent some time in Holland and then they came, decided to start a colony in the new world. And they were just so brave and so faithful that they just inspire me. I've read the the book that um, William Bradford wrote called "Of Plymouth Plantation," and it's just amazing how time after time he just always goes back to the idea that it pleased God to do. And then he would say whatever it was. If it was a mm-hmm. blessing, you know, they had mm-hmm. a great harvest. He would say it pleased God. And then they, he would say that. Or if it was a disaster that happened, you know, it pleased God that half of their number died the first mm-hmm. winter, you know. Mm-hmm. And they just had this amazing faith. And it's like, no matter how much I study about them, I always learn something new. And I always come away inspired. Like, this is incredible what they did and how they really started America Mm -hmm, And started mm -hmm. us on the road of thankfulness and of wanting to worship God and doing what God wants us to do. And their story is just it always inspires me. And so when I see people portray them as kind of the goofy, you know, they wore these weird outfits and stuff, it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. These people were really, really brave and they believed in a big, big God. And they Mm -hmm. did incredible things because of their belief in God.
0: That's right. And they they believed that God was sovereign, that he Um, that he weaved their lives together, both, you know, both the things that seemed unjust and the things that seemed just to them, they were offerings before the Lord. Like, this is what God has called us to. And their focus was obedience to God, which I think is something that has really kind of like that whole idea and that focus has left the mainstream church and we've come all we've become all about ourselves and self-actualization and you know the betterment of ourselves and you know things like that and you know in it in it in it, it's gone away from look he's the creator we're the creation and we are in a very humble position that we need to remember we are in mm-hmm. and that everything that God gives us, you it comes from the hand of God, you know, and he is the one who is weaving our lives together. So their focus and their determination to be obedient— um, is just incredible, like you were mentioning. And I've, I would love to read that of Plymouth Plantation. I'm going to put that in the show notes so that moms can remember that title and maybe go read it themselves or maybe read it to, to some of their kids. But the other thing that I think is really unique about the, the pilgrims and another thing that we've really gone away from is that multi-generational viewpoint, that multi-generational perspective. They did this for future generations, They weren't thinking just about themselves because if they were thinking about themselves in their own comfort, they would have just stayed where they were. Absolutely. (laughs) But they were thinking about their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren. They were thinking about us, you know, many, many, many generations later. And because they were willing to obey and they had that kind of perspective, they accomplished amazing things. Um, so yes, I think a study, real a true study on the Pilgrims is a worthwhile is a worthwhile study.
1: Absolutely.
0: So can you share with us a little bit about how Thanksgiving became a national holiday? Because not everybody knows the background on that. Because like you said, it's not a popular holiday.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, and this is another really exciting story. So you have the Pilgrims and the amazing things they did, and. Mostly just people in the New England area were the ones that remembered them years and years and decades later. Um, And then there was this gal, her name was Sarah Hale, and she was from that New England area. And so where she lived, they celebrated Thanksgiving. And um, her husband died when she was pregnant with her fifth child. And so she was a widow, And she had to try to figure out how she was going to take care of her kids. And she lived in the 1800s. And she is an amazing Christian lady. And she finally realized that God wanted her to write. And so she became the editor of the most popular women's um, magazine of that time. It was called Godey's Ladies Book. And... (laughs) She got this idea when she moved from—she was in Philadelphia for a while, and then she moved to Boston when she became the editor of this magazine, and she realized that the people in Boston didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, and so she made it her mission for pretty much the rest of her life to have Thanksgiving become a national holiday, Mm. and she wrote, and she wrote, she wrote every president that was there, and finally— in the 1860s, Abraham Lincoln got a letter from her and he thought, you know, we really do need a Thanksgiving. That would be a really good thing for our country. So he signed a proclamation saying that the fourth um, Thursday in November should be a national Thanksgiving. And so it was because of her, and I I could talk about her for a long time because she's a really fascinating, like pretty much every good thing we have is almost from her at some point she had the idea of making parks in towns so that people that wow. live in town would have an area that they could go and their kids mm-hmm. could run and stuff mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um yeah anyway she's she was very influential but you don't really hear about her very much no, because no. she's not part of the the feminist mindset that you know women right. needed to vote and women needed all these equal rights and stuff she just was a woman a christian woman who respected the place in life that God put her and respected men and the place that God put them. And she just worked within those confines and was like, you know, this is a great idea. Would Would you guys like to be on board with this? And she's just a really incredible lady. And it's because of her that we have Thanksgiving. If it wasn't for her, it probably would have just died a natural death. And maybe, you know, a few places would have still celebrated it, like Plymouth, Massachusetts. And that would have been the end of it.
0: Right, right. Well, we'll make sure that we include a link um, to... Uh, Do you have a recommendation of a specific uh, book on her that you've enjoyed?
1: Um, You know, there really aren't that many biographies about her, but she is one of the stories included in Countdown to Thanksgiving. There's one whole day and you actually can read some of her writings of why she and how she wrote about why we should have a national Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, wonderful. That's perfect. All right. So with that in mind, we'd love for you to just tell us more about your book, uh, Countdown to Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. So it has memory-making stories and activities for 14 days leading up to Thanksgiving. So you do an activity and a story every day. And I know moms are busy. So it's like, if all you have time for is the story, you know, do that. If you have time for the activity, do that. It's kind of a pick and choose as you want Mm -hmm. to. It's not something that you have to be tied down to. Um... And it's just got lots of stories and meant to kind of be a family time where you can enjoy a good old-fashioned story, kind of like you said. And mm-hmm. um, there's lots of fun activities, some recipes from that time period, and uh, lots of poems, and some songs that you can sing that have to do with Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: Yeah. gosh that sounds great. That sounds great. So you mentioned Sarah Hale's one of the stories in the book. Could you share a couple more of, of some different ones that you have in there?
1: Yeah, so there's the story of Squanto because the Pilgrims probably wouldn't have survived if he hadn't been around. Mm-hmm. And then also the story of Massasoit and mm-hmm. the story of Sarah Hale and then there's several other stories from the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, and I was going to tell just a little snippet of one of my sure. favorite stories in there other than Sarah Hale. Um, the very last on Thanksgiving day, there's a story called a Turkey for the stuffing. And it's the story of a little boy. It's a fictional story, but it's the story of a little boy who's kind of sad because his family doesn't have a lot of money and he and his grandma are struggling to get by. And so he realizes he's not going to have any turkey. So he asks his grandma, you know, well, what, what is a traditional Thanksgiving meal? You know, because he was just kind of wanting to know what it was. And so he and the grandma came up with the idea that they could do this stuffing. They couldn't do the turkey. They couldn't do anything else, but they could make stuffing because they had bread. And so they decided to do that. And as the grandma's making the Thanksgiving meal he goes out on the river and is collecting driftwood so they can have wood for their fire. And I won't tell the end of the story, but it's, it's pretty neat how- That sounds great. His faithfulness and his optimism and his thankfulness turn into a good thing for his family.
0: Oh, that sounds wonderful. Now, would you, uh, can you just share maybe like one of the simple doable activities that you yes, do? Yes, absolutely. The, in the
1: mm-hmm. So let me, so there's a- if you order it from my website, there's a page that you can print up that has a countdown. So every day you would, you know, mark off on a calendar. Right. right. That you can do that. And I share some of my personal recipes that I grew up with my mom's angel biscuits and mm-hmm. pumpkin pie. And I also have instructions on here how to make an Indian headdress and a pilgrim hat. Oh, fine. And, um,
0: That's great. That's so much fun. Kids love doing that. And then, you know, then they wear them for days, which I think is great because half the time they end up, they put those things on and all of a sudden they're, they are the pilgrims Mm -hmm. and they're, and they're playing, they're doing the whole thing and they're, they're, you know, their imaginations are going and it's just, those are such fun ages. Um, So tell us a little, maybe just share with us who you think would enjoy your book.
1: So I sort of wrote it for children from ages to six to 14, but I have had families use them with younger and older Mm -hmm. kids too. So really just kind of a family-friendly. The whole
0: gamut, yeah. Yeah. Which is great because we all love having, you know, one book that we can do with all the kids, Mm -hmm. that's that's just a huge, huge help. And so uh, maybe just share with the listeners where they can buy a copy and we'll include links in the show notes as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So it's goldenprairiepress.com is the name of my website and it's available there. And there is a bonus um, Thanksgiving book that comes with it if you order it through my website.
0: Oh, great. Awesome. Perfect. All right, we'll make sure we include that link in the show notes. Um, now, you have several other holiday books, too. So maybe you could share a little bit about those.
1: Yes, yeah, so I have the Countdown to Christmas, and then I also have one for Easter, and then one for Thanksgiving, and then one that covers the summer holidays, and that one's called Summer Countdown.
0: Oh, I love so that. I
1: all four of them. And then I did want to offer to your listeners a 10% discount if they do order on my website. So if they go in there and they just put your last name in there, Wilson, then they can get Mm a 10% discount.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, that's a great way to uh, wrap up this episode. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for being here with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. We're going to be doing um, Countdown to Christmas with our kids. And uh, we'll be... uh, publishing that episode uh, right after Thanksgiving, just in time for the holidays. So again, thank you, Amy, for being here. Moms, thanks for joining us. We hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you, Dorinda.